Hello and welcome to Game and Chat. The VG, but oh, no, wait a no, it's not the Virtual Game Boys podcast. There we go. What's happened there? Uh, we've had a name change. Why? Because no. Why? What was wrong with the last name? Uh, nobody liked it and nobody watched it. <laughs> well, well. Before you say nobody liked it, I'd like to point out that this podcast is still in the iTunes new and noteworthy list, despite the fact that, I mean, thanks for bearing with us, chums, but we haven't made one in about two months. So we are going to be back to regular podcasting, hopefully every couple of weeks. Yep. And we're really sorry. Sorry for the time we've been without you. Sorry for the confusing name change, because, you know, you might be looking at your phone right now and go, oh, I've got a podcast from, I don't know who this is. Well, it's us. We even kept the VGB. <laughs> yes, that's right. So, Virtual Game Boys, Wiley, tell me the actual reason why without me shouting why at you. Okay, so we love the 80s and yes. everything about it and everything since then, apart from the 90s and the noughties. I like the 90s. Some of the 90s then. <laughs> um, but yeah, VG Batsu was more focused on the punishments for our YouTube videos. Yeah, we had, um, I say we had, we still have a, a YouTube channel where we used to play video games and the loser would get punished. That's something we're still going to do and it's still going to be called VG Batsu. But we wanted the channel to reflect mm, just more uh, uh, overall more gaming, gaming yeah. sort of channel where we're going to do live streaming, we're going to play some of our favourite games and we want it to be a big, lovely, sexy celebration of all the games we know and love, because everyone on the internet is really, really sad and negative. <laughs> People are so quick to go, negative comments on that game because negative. I mean, we've grown up in the 80s and 90s where video games were new and exciting, and I'd like to refer you to the definition of game, which is a thing you play. <laughs> you know, if I said to you, Lee, do you want to play Monopoly? And you said, no, I don't like Monopoly. I'd, I'd just say to you, fair enough. I wouldn't then go write a hateful comment about you <laughs> online. <laughs> and somehow this culture has happened with video games where you either fucking love everything, which is what we want to be, yeah. or you fucking hate everything, or you hate things you've never played because it's suddenly cool to hate things. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about No Man's Sky a little bit today, and before you start thinking we're going to be big defending it, Lee might be. <laughs> I'm not so impressed, but... I'm not going to be negative about the game, but I will tell you why I disliked it and th why I liked it. There are various things to that game that I like and dislike, but we'll get to that. But I think a lot of the people who have slagged off No Man's Sky have probably never had that game. Yeah. Like, there are, I mean, it's like Duke Nukem Forever Syndrome all over again. It, everyone who hates that game that does not reflect the amount of copies that game sold. <laughs> <laughs> that game didn't do well, but everyone must have fucking played it because everyone hates it. Obviously, the same disc got passed around all these people. <laughs> Ah, well. So, we're going to try and be a big, happy celebration of games, right? Yeah. So, what's your favourite game, Lee, ever? Favourite game I'm putting you ever. on the spot. I want to, well, you can change this every week. Oh, all right. I <laughs> but see. I want to know right now. Right what now. What do you think what your favourite game is ever? Ever. Ever. It's going to have to be the good old Shenna's. Really? Yeah. Which one? One or two? You can one. only have one. One. Ooh. It's a good choice. A strong choice. Reached out and grabbed me as a child. But right by the ghoulies. Yeah. In a non-pedophilic way. <laughs> Shenmue. <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> All right, so and my favourite game ever this week is... Mm, let's go Mario Brothers 3. Oh. Yeah, what a good game. Sorry, Super Mario Brothers 3. It deserves its full title because it truly is super. Was there a Mario Brothers 3? No. Just Mario Brothers 1? Just Mario Brothers. 
No, it wasn't Mario Brothers 1. It, it was, was just, just Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> okay, so our name has changed. We are trying to be nice and lovely about all games. And if we ever want to say something negative, we won't be piling on the hate. We'll just be explaining ourselves and what we yeah, think of things. Just saying why we don't like it. Not but, saying why you shouldn't like it because we don't like exactly. it. Exactly. And if we love something, you're still welcome to hate it. But at least, you know, form your own opinion. That's what we're trying to say. If you don't like something, that's great. And if you do, come come give it big sloppy kisses with your old pal Stephen Lee. <laughs> and we'd love to hear your favourite game ever of the week. So get in touch. Let us know what you're loving. Yeah. Maybe we'll love it. Or maybe we won't. Who knows? <laughs> so that's a good positive start. We might not like the games you do. <laughs> ah, right. So I guess we should talk about No Man's Sky, right? Yeah. Because we promised, we promised you, chums, a special, a special podcast about No Man's Sky. And instead, we just didn't make one for two months. <laughs> and for me, that isn't because I was playing a lot of No Man's Sky. Now, for Lee, it probably is a little bit, but I think you played it more than me, right? Yeah. But I think I got further than you. So well, I think it's. I think I've visited more planets, but you've. I've progressed more yeah. in the story. I'm I'm suffering from the if I go past this planet, I'm going to miss something, <laughs> so I have to land on every planet. Right. Well, No Man's Sky. I think the reason we didn't do the special, just to be clear, is everyone fucking talked about No Man's Sky, so we didn't have anything else to say and. By and the I've time not, we wanted to speak about it, everyone hated it. <laughs> and, and like you said there, I've not got far enough through the story to comment properly on the story, but yeah. I can comment on the game itself. Of course, yeah. And I think it's quite interesting because you, I'm you, loving it you're for far the, more keen on it. I'm loving it for the reasons everyone else is hating it. What, because there's nothing to do? Because it's <laughs> everyone says you do the same thing on every planet, which I can kind of see. Yeah, 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 I can get that. But I mean, I, even though some of the creatures are very similar, I'm still getting that oh my god, that's that thing, but with that on it, oh, this is a totally big thing, different thing. I think for me it just suffers a little bit with that spore thing. Of, there's a lot of visual differences and a lot of uh, nice little things that are slightly different, but there's never enough drastic change for me. And this is weird because it's one of the few games where normally if I'm disappointed in a game, I'm disappointed straight away. So I, I kind of come away from it going, ah, oh, this isn't what I wanted. But my first impressions of No Man's Sky were just really positive. Like, I thought it was way better than I expected because I was one of those people that, I think I even might have said it on this podcast, I was worried that, like a lot of people have said, there wouldn't be much to do and you'd have seen everything fairly quickly. And I do actually think that's the case, but the illusion actually lasted a lot longer for me than I thought it would because I thought you'd see all it had to offer very quickly. And I think I played it for probably a good 15, 20 hours before I started to feel a bit of fatigue I started getting the... And I don't think it bothered you as much, but it bothered me that there's only three alien races you can commute, like communicate with in a, what, 18 quintillion planet video game? Yeah. And I know they're not going to make 18 quintillion races, but come on, make 10. <laughs> make it so every one in three planets is not the same creature. And also, having only one NPC per area, per planet, like it just means you never really find anywhere that looks lived in or crowded. It always just looks barren which I like the idea of the planets being barren, but then don't have NPCs at all because I'm supposed to be finding and naming everything. But why do I get to find and name and everything when there's already these other intelligent life forms on these planets? It's like old Billy Wanker Steve coming down and going, yeah, that's a, that's a Coswaddle. Right. No, that's a, that's a Donglangler. No, I've named it now. <laughs> Coswoggle. <laughs> I just don't get it. Well, I guess you're naming it for your race, then for what? your species. But what species am I? Am I well, that's the thing. 
but I'm still naming everything. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's the same in the sense that something in France would have a different name in French than it does in English. I guess so, yeah, yeah, that's it's true. It's still the same thing, but it's got a different name. Mm, okay, yeah, there's, I guess that makes sense. So there's, there's that kind of approach to it. But no will. one's named any of the planets. Oh, well, no, they have all got names, haven't they, already? They've just got ridiculous names. So I guess, yeah, I guess you're more renaming things. But I don't know. I think it just felt a little empty. And I know that's kind of the point of the game because you are exploring. But it never felt like... Uh, how do I put it? Have you ever played things like Metroid Prime <clears throat> or any of the Metroid games? Yeah, I've pl- played Prime to death. Where they feel massively open and they feel like there's loads of stuff to explore. But it takes you a while to figure out how to get into them. And therefore, like, the reward of finding out what was behind a certain door really pays off. And I think No Man's Sky, because it's procedurally generated, there is no design to a lot of the areas. So you know if you go wandering in a cave, the best thing you're going to find is a strange duck. <laughs> you know, you're not going to find anything immediately cool just by going wandering. And I think that's what it's missing. It doesn't give me much reason to go wandering. But I did play it for a good 20, 30 hours before I hit this wall. And then I kind of just stopped. But you played much longer. I dread to think how many hours I've played it for. <laughs> so, go on. Tell me what your experience is. Uh, well, my experience is the opposite. So you you think it's empty. Whereas yeah. I think everything is ripe for the picking, like full of mystery and exploration. I like when you find the temple things and like the bits of language. Because that's something else I'm trying to find. As, like I've read online where I saw someone managed to get all their ship upgrades, all their bag upgrades, all the languages on one planet. Really? Just by walking around the whole thing <laughs> and Man. visiting each thing. But that must take ages. Yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather just not play it than do that. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? You find it vast yes. rather than empty. So rather than being empty, I, 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 every planet I land on instantly makes me forget everything from the last planet and go, right, what's this planet got to offer me? I think the other thing that you can't really judge with No Man's Sky is everyone's having a bit of a different experience because the game is so vast. So my version of the game has been like my last few planets were very, very similar to a series of planets I had earlier on in the game. So the like, as in there was a nuclear planet and then there was a huge planet and it was all very, um, what's it? Is it toxic? The other mm, main yeah, one? Toxic. It was all very toxic. And the other planet was mainly water. But I had seen that almost exact same thing a few galaxies ago to the point that I thought I'd gone back to the same place. And it was only because it wasn't named after anything I'd called it that it was, you know, I had the realisation of, oh, no, wait, these are just similar. And that kind of disappointed me that I actually saw such similar stuff. And again, I expected it. But I think because it beat my expectations to start with by being just so beautiful and open, that it kind of disappointed me to go, oh, no, wait, I was kind of, I was kind of right about what this was going to be. So... I've kind of stopped playing it, but I think I will go back. I have kept the game. I mean, I bought it physical. I don't have the urge to get rid of it, but I just can't see me playing it for some time. What about you? I'm Well, I've, I've not played it for a few weeks, but uh, I've not really played anything for the past few weeks. But if you were to boot up a game tomorrow, what are the chances I'd, of it being No Man's Sky? It's a good high chance. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. I, I will return to it. I guess I'm kind of waiting to see what they do now, because they've promised they're going to add more stuff into it, and I think that's fair enough. I think if they want to add more after the launch of the game... They seem to be doing it for free. Everyone else yeah. does that, so... Well, everyone else does that, but... But for, charges you for it. <laughs> for pound notes. If Lee couldn't... Sorry, if you couldn't hear that, Lee was rubbing his hands to, <laughs> to signal money. <laughs> or for our American listeners, dollar bills. Hot dollar. So, 
But yeah, kudos to them for doing free updates. Yeah. And as well, I think what a lot of people don't realise is, and what I appreciate Sean Murray and his team for, is the fact that it was riddled with bugs when it came out. Yeah. Which, let's not forget, it was a team of, what, 15 people? If that, yeah. And since it came out, they've been inundated with crash reports, error logs, which they've been working practically non-stop to fix. Because yep. they don't want to keep, they don't want to bring out new content to a game that's broken until they fix everything else. So kudos to for them to that. I think my problem with it is, and I hate being this guy that judges things on this category, but I think it should have been twenty quid. I think it should have been a download game. And I think it should have been half the price. I wonder whose decision it was to make it for Sony. It's got to be because Sony have been pushing this, and this is the other thing. Sony have pushed this like a first party. Yeah, huge I like how game. Sony have pushed it, and then when it did crap, Sony went. Nothing to do with us. Yeah, we didn't make it. Yeah, but you were, <laughs> Who are these are jokers that made it? It's not us. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't... Di- I, I, okay, I've been quite negative about it, but let me be clear. I don't dislike the game. I just... I, there's not much more in it for me now. I, but yeah. I've said that about hundreds of games in the past. This isn't the first game where I've gone, oh, I'm kind of done with this. I thought the same about some games that people play for hundreds of hours, like... Um, Call of Duty. Well, yeah. I've... Some of those are you go shoot some people, go shoot some more people in a different city. I am one of the people that will play the multiplayer online for a bit and then hit the, ah, I can't be bothered with this anymore. Yeah. I've done it with a lot of RPGs as well, like um, notably Skyrim and Fallout. Fallout. You practically started that and then never played it. I know. Um, and what was the first uh, Elder Scrolls game on console on 360? Uh, Oblivion. Oblivion's the first one I played. The first one on console was um, Morrowind. Morrowind, wasn't it? But I didn't play that. But I played Oblivion Morrowind quite a bit. so oh, If you go back and look at Morrowind now, it, it's <laughs> embarrassing. <seen> it. <laughs> but I played quite a bit of uh, Oblivion and then just hit that barrier of, I feel like I know exactly what's going to happen in this game. And then just couldn't be bothered. Not yeah. because I think the game's not good quality, but just because i had had my personal fill of that game. And I've still, you know, I still... I haven't got any more. Because I've got rid of my 360. But until I got rid of my 360, I still owned that game because yeah. I still liked it. And that's kind of how I feel with No Man's Sky. I don't have any like pu- like putrid hate for that game. It's just, I think I'm done. Maybe I'll go back to it when they add more stuff in. But for now, I'm kind of just content with what I had out of it. I'm certainly not going to start fighting for a refund. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the game. It's, it's a clever little game. But it's that. It's a little game, but on a grand scale, if that makes sense. I think if it had been 20 quid... And Sony would give it a little bit of a push rather than this huge AAA push. No one would be having these problems with it. Yeah, it's a bit... It's, it's one of those bandwagon things, isn't it? Of one, course it is. One person says this and, oh, yes, I agree with you. Well, that's it. I mean, I saw the amount of people requesting refunds from Steam and stuff. And some people had 200 hours plus. Like, well, if you don't think you got what you deserved, fair enough. But I don't know what you expect for 200 hours. You obviously <laughs> enjoyed it enough to keep playing. Yeah. But each to their own. I mean, it's okay for me. What about you? It's excellent for me. Good. I, I love it. There's also, um, which really upsets me, which I read the other day, the fact that the, the ASA, this is a UK organisation, the mm-hmm. Advertising oh, I oh, the saw ASA, this. Advertising Standards Authority or yeah. Agency, are investigating Hello Games for false advertising. Right, every game that I can think of differs from when you first see it <laughs> to when it is released like is it ubisoft around for that yeah ubisoft were the ones that had like there's videos online comparing e3 <laughs> gameplay to the final game and they're always vastly different yeah they've never been sued no. <laughs> i think the thing with no man's sky is i also don't want to drop any names in here but peter molyneux well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no man's sky is one of those games that i think people just had a game in their head that couldn't possibly exist 
And because it was not that game, they were disappointed. Yeah. And, and I can see all these videos where Sean, like you've been saying, where people ask Sean Murray, is this in the game? And he, he lovingly just sort of says, yes, it is. Yeah, I think that's, that was a good Sean Murray impression. <laughs> but I think a lot of that is just because he wanted it to be. So I, I think th- if he had the team, if he had like 50 team members there. He needed what Peter Molyneux needed. Someone to say, shut up. <laughs> like, with all respect to him, I, I mean, I think Sean Murray seems like a lovely chap. And I really like his team. I, I loved Do- uh, Joe Danger. Uh, I really like No Man's Sky. It's just, I've, I've hit my peak with it. But he just needed to not say yes every time someone <laughs> asked him something. Like, a lot of the time, you'll notice, like, one of the things on that Reddit um, list was landing on asteroids. Now, Sean Murray never said you could land on asteroids. He never went on stage and went, and in this game, you can land on an asteroid. But someone did ask him, yeah. are there asteroids? And he went, yeah. In the current build. In the I current build, there are. And then they're like, oh, can you land on them? He's like, you, you, yes, you can at the moment, yeah. And I doubt they were ever in it. I just think he thought, that's cool. That would be cool. Let's try and put that in. Like The answer to that question should have been, I'd love to see that happen. But, you know, not... Yes. <laughs> I think that may be where he's, where he's been caught out. I, can, I think he just really wanted to fulfil all these ideas. but And who knows? Maybe he will. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's just... I think the product he launched was not worth 50 quid. And I'm saying this to someone who's put quite a few hours in, but I, I, I put quite a few hours into a lot of cheap games. So I just think 20 quid and no one will be complaining. Yeah. But I think you think it's probably worth its price, right? You seem yeah, to I, I think it's fully worth it. Uh, to, and to be honest... For me, that shuts my argument up because if there are people out there who go, yeah, this is worth 50 quid, then that's fine. That's just my opinion that I think it's worth like less money. But if people are getting that enjoyment out of it, then I'm probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's again, it's that thing of I wouldn't pay 50 quid. In fact, I wouldn't pay 70 quid, which some of the special editions are for FIFA. Yeah, exactly. But I don't get that. FIFA's like a fiver game for me. But the thing is, I, well, FIFA's a no-pound game for me. I would <laughs> never buy a FIFA game. But I don't get pissed off by seeing people go in and play it. Yeah. Like, if I, bought, if I bought FIFA, I wouldn't go, all these matches are exactly the same. It's it doesn't all... matter who you play as, they still just kick the ball around. It's the same sort of argument, <laughs> yeah. surely. But, you know, if people love football, then they'll love FIFA. That's it. I mean, I'm a British man who really dislikes football. <laughs> I think I think Lee may be the same. Yeah, I am. We can't say that out loud over here because we'll get beaten up with footballs. <laughs> get red cards. Referees will be lining up outside the house. You're off. Oh, where would they be sending off to? I'm home. <laughs> you get. Um, I was going to say evicted. For <laughs> not like you'd get sinbinned from your oh, own house. I think sinbin's hockey. Is it? I think so. Oh. <laughs> well, it shows I, our the knowledge. fact that I don't know enough to confirm that. Anyway, we've talked about No Man's Sky a lot. I don't want to get too negative because we've started with a game that I'd say is probably one of the ones that's uh, mm, divided us the most in terms of opinion. Yeah. So it, it's it's one of those Marmite games. You either love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground with No Man's Sky. No. I don't think. Uh, well, yeah, there is. I think it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> well. <laughs> All right, moving on. On the negative spirit here, we also do have a bit of what we think is bad stuff, but an awful lot of good stuff, because we have noticed a change, and we'd like to think that um, certainly Microsoft are doing quite well out of this, and I'd like to hear what other people thought of this, but we've been discussing recently that we think Xbox is doing really quite nicely right now, right? Yeah. I mean, you still don't play yours. 
I turn it on. Where's your gold? Don't have it. <laughs> the thing is, I've got PlayStation Plus, and I never, I don't play games online. I don't, I hardly even play my Plus games. <laughs> well, some would say that you should play the more games. <laughs> but despite my uh, grievance with you not having Xbox Live, I think it's noticeable that Microsoft are pulling out all the stops right now. I mean, I bought an Xbox One S. I'm one of the two terabyte machine owners. I think it's a lovely little machine. I think it's the machine they should have launched because it's very nice. <laughs> it's very small. However, it does now require two plugs because I have a Connect that's no longer powered by the console, which I hadn't read anywhere until I tried to plug it, like the Connect into the console. Oh, just your answer is just don't plug in Connect. Well, just put it in the bin. Well, the game I'm going to talk about soon uses Connect very well, actually. Oh. So uh, we'll get onto that soon. But we've also both noticed that almost public. Public image has changed around for Sony and Microsoft right now, would you say? Yeah, it's you know how it seems to be like every generation, one console seems to do amazing, Mm -hmm. one doesn't do so bad, and then like it just goes to that company's head. So let's wind back to PS3 and 360. Yes, Microsoft got massive heads from the success of 360. Yeah. And Sony trying to be a bit more humble about it with the PS3, trying to bring it back. No, they didn't. Sony were awful with the PS3. Well, Sony Sony went out and said on stage, people will get two jobs to buy a PS3 because they're so expensive. Well, towards <laughs> the end of its life, should I say, after they realised they had screwed it up. Well, <laughs> I agree with you if you're talking like PS4. Like Sony kind of pulled the PS4 right out by going, yeah, PS4, we did bad. But Microsoft just went, yeah, Xbox is Xbox, right? (laughs) Was it, um, who was it who said, we already have a product for those who don't want the Xbox One? It's (laughs) It's called called the Xbox 360. That was the old old Xbox head before Phil Spence, was it not? Uh, Oh, Don Matrick. Don Matrick. Yeah, remember that guy? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you the one Microsoft guy I do remember. Who's that? The guy with the shades, the avatars. (laughs) Well, bam, there There it is. is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah connect's always been good hasn't it <laughs> so yeah we've both kind of noticed that playstation 4 public image seems to have dropped since they've announced the slim and the pro yeah yet whereas the xbox has gone up since they announced the s and the scorpio so we thought we'd have a little discussion about why we think that is so go ahead lee <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I, it's changed because Microsoft obviously realised that their their Xbox One wasn't the best release. Yeah, it, it it smelled quite stinky, like someone forgot that it was coming out on time <laughs> and just left it out in the sun and went, oh, this isn't ready, oh, we'll just put it out anyway. <laughs> so they've had to sort of try and pull it back from that because, because of that, well not because of that failure, but as well as that failure because of the success of PlayStation. Yeah, because PlayStation, to be quite fair, have just walked this generation. They yeah, haven't they had did to do very anything. Well. Like their whole marketing shtick at the start of this generation was, yeah, well, Microsoft won't let you play used games, we will. And that, and that instantly made them like have the great yeah, public image of, oh, was, they're the nice guys. It was pretty much everything Microsoft can't do, we We're can. Do. It was that whole Sega does what Nintendo does. It totally sort of was, thing. yeah, yeah. But since then, Microsoft have gone, well, we're going to give you backwards compatibility. Yeah, they're really pushing out all the stuff. We're going to allow you just to plug an external hard drive into the machine. Um, They've they've kind of... Our Slim One is an upgrade. It's not just a Slim One. It's a proper upgrade. Yeah. yeah. It does 4K, does does it not? It does 4K upscaling. It doesn't play native games at 4K. Um, 
but it is a 4K Blu-ray player, which even the PS4 Pro is not, yeah. which is strange. Um, and I, you know what I found weird? I saw an image the other day of the original Xbox One dashboard, and I didn't recognise it because <laughs> it's changed so much. I, I hate it. I think I've said on several podcasts, because we've had a few podcasts before this one, that I hate the Xbox One user face. I really like it now. I, mean, I think yeah, it's, it's really easy back. to use. It's still too big for me. Everything seems too big in your yes. face. However, I love the fact that at the very start screen, you can just press right and go to all your games in alphabetical order. It's not hidden at the bottom no. now. They're all, and they're all in a row in alphabetical order with little small tiles so you can see everything you've got really easily. Yeah, Sony. Listen to that. <laughs> the word alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can put them in a folder now, right? And alphabetize them yeah. manually. Yeah, so like as says, if you're sliding cards around on the floor. It drove me mental. I was like, yes, PS4 has folders. I can put all my games in a line. Nope. Put them all in. They're still in the same order. Sony, I've got a suggestion for you, right? Listen doesn't, up. Doesn't Linux just auto-default alphabetically in a folder? Everything should, li- should automatically go to alphabetical order. Right, Sony, I've got a hint for you here. On the screen, where all your games in a row... Press square, bring up a little menu, arrange by alphabetical order. No folders. They've even got arrange by. Exactly. Just alphabetical order. Who wants arrange by the last time I played it or arrange by the last when I downloaded it? Right, you know what? What? That, that, yeah, the downloaded one is baffling to me. Last time you played it, I don't think it's too bad because it means all the games you're currently playing are yeah. close to you. Makes sense. However, well, it means I forget about yeah. everything I haven't played for a while. Like I scrolled through my list the other week. I was like, oh shit. I still haven't finished Broken Age because I haven't played it in a couple of months, so it's, it's miles away. So, yeah, come on. How hard is it? It must be... Unless there's something I'm missing because you can't alphabetize the PS3 either. It must be easy. It's a default in code. Like what is someone coding the PlayStation from scratch with ones and zeros? <laughs> Why not just bringing in some software that's got auto-sort? Like, the Wii U doesn't have uh, an alphabetize option, but... It has a touch screen, so sliding things yeah. around on that doesn't bother me too much. But the PlayStation clicking a game, but- holding the left stick to the left until it's at the front of the row, then pressing X, then picking another game. So- God, it took... All right, okay. I didn't even do it, I'm going to admit. I put them in a folder, realised you couldn't sort alphabetical, just deleted the folder. Well, here we go. I made a folder. I started doing it. I spent about 20 minutes. I've got about 200 games on the PS4. I gave up and deleted the <laughs> folder. Because it was taking too long. I was like 20 minutes in. I hadn't even got a third of the way through. Like, fuck it. Fuck this. So I just stopped. I deleted the folder and just left them in the order they are now. Right, going back to saying how hard is it to program. Surely it's harder to program (laughs) manual sort than it is to do an auto sort. You would think, I mean, we're not programmers. Maybe there's something. Maybe it's tough. We don't know. But it doesn't seem like it should be tough. (laughs) I mean... I think advanced calculators have alphabetical well, options. and I've got some basic HTML knowledge, and I'm pretty sure you can even sort alphabetical in HTML. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting off topic here, because we're just dwelling on an alphabetizing feature. <laughs> it's <laughs> Which, so simple, but It's just not so the end anger. of the world. <laughs> oh, this, this new positivity is going well. <laughs> but um, where were we? Before we got caught up on this. <laughs> um, the fact you can alphabetise on Xbox. No, game. before we got up to this. Before we got to alphabetising. Oh, just the, the turnaround. Yeah. So, yeah, Microsoft, for the, for me, this year, have an awesome lineup of games. We've got Forza Horizon 3, which has just come out. We've got Gears of War 4, which is just about to come out. 
And you've got, what else is that? I just had Recore, which looks all right. It's not a huge exclusive or anything, but it's a nice exclusive. Yeah, it looks quite cool. What else have they got? I'm sure they've got more than this. Um, they've just had the third sort of um, season of Killer Instinct. They've got quite a few sort of like exclusive games going into the Christmas. Like Gears of War, it's a big exclusive, yeah. right? What have PlayStation got? Horizon? Last, last Guard- no, Horizon's next year. Oh, is it next year? Oh. Uh, you've got... Last Guardian. Last Guardian, that's December. Um, yeah, it was November, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the Wii U has more exclusive games coming out this Christmas. I'm calling it now. What? Last Guardian 2017. No, it can't. <laughs> it can't do that. It's... You heard it here, folks, first. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have any insider knowledge. You can't say you heard it here first because you guessed. You heard it here first, folks. The NX has got 20 controller ports. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> oh, yeah, so... I've lost again. Exclusives. <laughs> Exclusives, yeah. Sorry. Right, good. Microsoft seems to have a decent lineup of stuff coming out this Christmas. They've got a new, more powerful console on the market, um, which is doing quite well for them, and has improved sales. And then you've got the PS4, which has the slimline console currently out. It's about to have the 4K... What's it called? The PS4 Pro is mm. November. But game-wise, there's not really much coming out. And then you've got VR, which is out in about a week or so. But for me, the PlayStation message this Christmas is quite confusing because you've got VR, you've got two different models of the machine. VR is better with one model of the machine. And if you want to play VR properly, you need PlayStation Move controllers, which means they're going to have to bring those back out again. Like, if you were to go into a shop and just look at PS4 <laughs> this Christmas, if you had, like, if, uh, let's, let's say for a minute now that we're our mums, okay? How much does your mum know about video games? Uh, well, I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast, but my mum thinks any ver- any game, video game, is Mario. <laughs> and played on the Nintendo. Right. So probably about the same as my mum. I mean, my mum knows a bit about games because she used to watch me play them. She, she, like, she likes playing games, but would never dedicate. So she used to like the Wii an awful lot. But I think if she went into a game shop and she said, can I have a PS4, please? And they went, oh, look at all this shit. <laughs> she would just leave. <laughs> Give me an NX. <laughs> <laughs> well, one day. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving my mum enough credit there. I think she's more into games than I realise. As long as the Mario and Yeah, because <laughs> she, she's, um, she's not a game player. Oh. <laughs> Go on. However, my stepdad plays lots of games. He's got a PS4, right? He's got a PS4. He's had most consoles... Okay. Up. And he tends to be the one that plays them, gets stuck, and then my mum's the one that shouts, go over there, you idiot. <laughs> How much is your stepdad into gaming? Uh, he's into it a fair bit, but not massively. Would you? Right, this is good. Would you say he's your average gamer then? Like, as in, sort of personal, pick up a game here and there. And, yeah, he's, he's a very like, just a casual, player. casual gamer. Because Cause I sometimes come downstairs when I'm staying there, and he'll just be asleep in the living room, just with Facebook open, playing Facebook games. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I think your average gamer thing is fine. I do think that's okay. I think, I, I think there's a lot of hatred for the word casual. But I like. I'm a casual gamer these days. I don't I have the time to, to dedicate well, as mobile much. phones. Yeah, yeah. Just instantly make you a casual gamer when you're pooing or on the bus or whatever. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Having a poo, round the bus, play a game. <laughs> so okay, well, I was getting to something. Yeah, your stepdad, I'd say, is probably a, a fairly typical gamer. Mm. Is he interested in VR? Has he mentioned it? I don't even know why I think he knows what it is. Right. <laughs> How much does he want the PS4 Pro? Interested in that? I don't. Again, I don't think he knows what that is. What sort of 4K TVs he got? Um, he has a 1080p TV. Right. Okay. So it's not HDR. 
No. Okay, right. Um, Does he find that the glowing bar on the back of his PS4 controller, he'd rather that be on the touchpad? Has he mentioned that much? No. Right, because this is the thing (laughs) I'm seeing with Sony is they've got a lot of answers to questions I don't see anybody asking. Like, Microsoft, I think they did have to do something. I think Microsoft had to step it up. I think the Xbox One S was the answer they needed to not beat PlayStation, but to answer PlayStation, to go... Okay, here's a load of better games, which they've done, and they've gone, here's a better piece of hardware. It's smaller, because Christ, the Xbox One is fucking huge. Look at it. <laughs> right now in... Uh, <laughs> There's a lovely little belch from Lee there, if you could hear that. But right now in my uh, gaming room, if you look over there, you see the PS4. Yeah. When that came out, do you remember thinking, this is too big, I want a slim one? Yeah, I did say that. No, you didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> the right. PS4 was lovely. It, was it still the... looks nice. However, we did joke when it came out, I bet you any money they released a Slim oh in a year's God, time. Oh my God, my PS4 is still on from when we were trying to film up here the other week. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh God. I, I turned it on to charge my phone. <laughs> I thought it just been on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the Xbox One, look at that now. I remember picking one of those up and thinking... This is fucking awful. <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's not massive. the best. It's... I mean, I've got the white console, which I think is a nicer looking version of the two older machines, but it still looks like a big VCR. It, yeah, it's like VCR and Betamax's bastardised child. <laughs> like a big skybox. It's them two stuck together. Yeah, totally. So like when, when Microsoft said we're making a slim machine, it felt like, well, yeah, you probably should. <laughs> And I think this is the thing. Sony were doing so well with just the PS4. I don't think that many people were asking for a, a 4K, more powerful PS4 yet. Because if you're that interested in 4K and top-end graphics, then you're probably already on the PC. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that into it, like, graphically. I'm not bothered. So... Yeah, well, I'd say we're more about gameplay. Like, the graphics could be Dreamcast graphics. Exactly. If the game was amazing. See, I think there's another level of gamer that isn't casual or hardcore. I think there's people like us who are somewhere in between. Like, we're passionate about games, but we prefer the games, not just the spec or the tech. Or the numbers. Exactly. That drives me mental. Like, I'm one of these people that I like a 60 frames a second game. Mwah, smooth. But I wouldn't refuse to play something less. I also wouldn't put one of those frame rate scanners on my game and sit and watch the frame rate go down and up and then complain that it's dropped like half a frame. Like- Talking of which, I've been playing Just Cause 3 recently. Oh, how's them frames going Well, for let me tell you two things, right? <laughs> Thing number one, that game has the most inconsistent frame rate I've ever seen. Thing number two, I'm having a ruddy, wonderful time with it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I don't think those things mean anything. Yeah. Would Just Cause 3 be more fun with a solid frame rate? No. It'd probably be less fun. It would probably, you know what? It probably would be less fun because there's something that maybe it's because of our age, but there's something for me about watching a console struggle to do something <laughs> that fills me a little bit with joy. It's like when you used to play a Mega Drive game or something and you get to an area full of enemies and the game would suddenly crawl and it'd feel like, oh, there's so much going on. That's what Just Cause feels like, but when there's three people on screen. <laughs> so we're getting off topic again. This Christmas, if you were Billy Moneybags, excuse me, excuse me, are you, are you, are you Billy Moneybags? Hmm? Is that your name? It could be. Good, right, I have a question for you. Who are you investing in this Christmas? Who will be successful, PlayStation or, or the Xbox? 
Uh, what? In what sense? I don't get it. Which, which will be the most successful for, for Christmas, for why, Crimbo? Why are my money bags? You're what? Professor Moneybags. I trust you because I'm going to invest all my money. And, and uh, you're a wise, a wise money investing man. Who are you investing in? I want to copy you. <laughs> um, Microsoft. You're wrong. Oh. It will be PlayStation because people will just buy it regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I think that will sadly be the case. I think who deserves this Christmas? Microsoft. Yeah, totally. Like, as much as I love the PlayStation, I have to say Microsoft are doing a better job at the minute yeah. of, 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 of wowing me with stuff. And don't take us as fanboys here because, I mean, I would agree with you here. I love the PlayStation 4. And up until recently, I've loved the PlayStation 4 a lot more than the Xbox One. But it's just had a better set of games recently. I mean, if we're talking fanboys, I'd be saying the NX, but <laughs> it's not out. Yeah. I can't say the Wii U because it hasn't got any games this Christmas. It's got Paper Mario, which is out. Uh, well, as of listening to this, it's out now, mm. but we haven't played it yet. But beyond that, there's nothing till Zelda. <laughs> That's it now. <laughs> Wii U's done. So if we were being fanboys, we'd be telling you the Wii U's the Christmas purchase. Maybe it still is. Well, yeah, of course it is, but we don't tell them that. We've got to have some dignity. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's been a bit of a change around with uh, Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, totally. Who knows next year? Could be Nintendo back on top. Well, this is where it's going to get interesting, isn't it? Because next year we're going to have the Scorpio, or whatever that ends up being called, which seems to be better than the PS4 Pro on paper in terms of spec. I mean, the PS4 Pro isn't even true 4K. It's doing some sort of upscaling. Yeah. Which, does it have, what was it, 8 teraflops? 16 teraflops? Oh, God knows. Is that what the Xbox You know, you can tell me these numbers, but they just don't mean anything to me. Yeah, what does what what would 16 teraflops add to Just Cause? Don't ask, because people will come back with answers. And I, with all all due respect, listeners, I don't care. (laughs) I just want to play the video games, and I don't care how they run, so long as I can play them. I never... Even if it's at five frames per second. (laughs) I'd prefer it. (laughs) (laughs) I never, like, as a kid... Played Goldeneye, went, this is unplayable. It runs at about 12 frames a second. I, I watched their... Um, most N64 games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched the Digital Foundry thing recently, and they were talking about Goldeneye, and they did um, a playtest. And in, like, four-player split screen, it's running at, like, sub-10 frames a second at some point. Did you ever notice that as a kid? No. I See, I remember it slowing down, but I never noticed to the point of, like, this, is, this isn't fun to play. I loved Goldeneye! It's, it's odd that we've become so obsessed with the numbers rather than the fun. Well, we haven't. But no, we haven't. But as a games journalism has, as, as a culture, yeah, <laughs> games have become all about numbers and tick boxes, and moaning about Xbox and PlayStation like we are. <laughs> so let's move on. I think we just wanted to point out that we think the Xbox has done quite well. We could have summed up with that. The Xbox is doing all right at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you go. You can forget that last twenty minutes. So. Time to go on to what we've been playing. Lee, you've been playing No Man's Sky. We've already spoken about it. We have. But is there anything else you want to add? Um, I don't think there is. I think we have said everything there yeah, is to we, say. We, and if we, we haven't, someone else has. We were just going to catch up about No Man's Sky and then go into detail, but we kind of got we sidetracked went and went it. into detail anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just loving it. And I, I, I can't, now that it's... Pa- oh, I did actually read or see somewhere that... Um, a games interv- someone who does game interviews mm. has managed whose friends with Sean Murray has managed to coax him out of hiding. Oh really? Because he hasn't said anything for a while, has yeah, he? Yeah, this guy's managed to speak to him. I can't remember his name. I can't remember if he's for game tra- not game trailers. Um Game Spot. Or- well go on. Anyway, 
someone's managed to get him out of hiding and he said he was Has he just been hiding? Yeah. Like he's not posted on social media, no he's not replying to anything. Right. But I guess that's because they're probably like imagine trying to work your balls off trying to fix a game and all you're getting is abuse. Yeah, totally. And that's all he will he's be. He's gonna be right down now. in the dumps and, and and I have to say, if I lived closer to where <laughs> Sean Murray's office was. He'd be egging his house saying, what's in this game? Nothing. I'd be taking him some lovely donuts, a nice, a nice spiced pumpkin spice latte. He doesn't like pumpkin spice. Well, he can have He one. likes a cappuccino. Well, he can have a cappuccino. Sean Murray can have whatever he wants. Well, I didn't get whatever I wanted. I know about Sky, so that's why he's going with <laughs> no, I'd like to reiterate, I'm joking. I did quite like No Man's Sky. <laughs> but yeah, I think... Once he gets the problems out of the way and starts bringing the content, which is hopefully is what he's going to show when he does this interview with this guy. Mm. So I'm looking forward to that. So No Man's Sky we've covered then. Yeah. We're done. Right. There's nothing... I mean, we could talk about it for ages, but everyone has, haven't they? This yeah. This is the thing. I mean, I, I, to do the, the the podcast special that we were going to do, I don't think I could because there's there's just too much... In the sense of the planets, and I'm I'm just getting lost. You, you just hear about all my ventures on different planets. That's all like, it would you know, be. Like a, a shitty David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> David Shattenborough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there you go, guys. The next virtual Game Boys YouTube series. <laughs> David Shattenborough. And here we see another poof. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna request that to Sean Murray. I want to see the animals poo. Well, get that onto his fucking huge list that he must have from everyone else requesting stuff. Anyway, let's get happy and talk about something very nice. I've been playing Forza Horizon 3 for the Xbox One, and what a fucking corking lovely game. Lovely. 10 out of 10. End. That's all I've got to say. I'll just go home then, should I? End of podcast. (laughs) No, okay, I'll give some details. I really don't like the Forza games because I'm not... uh, In the same way, I'm not a big shooting fan... I'm not a big driving fan because I'm not very good. What's the PlayStation driving one? Mm, Drive Club. No, the the old one that's gone. Gran, Gran Turismo. Turismo. Yeah, I don't like Gran Turismo either. I don't like Gran Turismo. I don't like Forza. But I love Outrun. I love Sega Rally. I love Sega Rally. I love Daytona. I love games that are about driving fast and driving sideways. Those are my, <laughs> those are the things I like to do. And Microsoft did something that I think is very clever. I've never played a Forza Horizon game, and I never probably would. And then they gave away the first Forza Horizon on Games with Gold, the Xbox 360 original. So I played a bit of it and really liked it. I was like, oh, this is a big arcade like nonsense game. I thought it would be a bit of a simulation. And then the demo came out for Forza Horizon 3, which I never would have downloaded. But I thought, oh, I quite liked Forza Horizon. Well, I'll see what it's like. So I played the demo and I, yeah, this is really good. And it totally sold it to me because suddenly a game series I'd never had any interest in not only did they give me a full version of one of them to kind of pique my interest, but then they gave me a little sample of what the new one was going to be like. And it just made me think, yeah, I'm in. I'm in for this. <laughs> so a game I never would have normally even considered. Really, really enjoying because it's like... Kind of like Burnout Paradise in that it's a big, silly open world. There's lots of stunt jumps. There's lots of boards to smash through, just like Burnout Paradise. <laughs> it's not <clears throat> quite as wacky as Burnout Paradise because there's yeah. no big crashes or anything like that. But the world's bigger... I'd say, and there's just more to do. It's got a huge online element, which I haven't even touched yet. Um, but it's just a really great, fun, open-world game. I can't think of any racing game this open. Like, if you're driving along and you want to cut across a field, you can just cut across the entire field. It, there's no reason for you to stay on the track unless you're in a, a race and you have to, because you know, there are checkpoints in them. 
But if you're just travelling around the open world and you think, oh, I'm going to go over there, you can literally just go, I'll go over there and drive through a wall. <laughs> and it's just really good fun. It's, it's been my go-to, I want to play something, but I can't be bothered to sit and concentrate on anything game for the last sort of few weeks. I'm really having a good time with it. Fully, fully recommend it because... To, to go back to your wacky statement, mm-hmm. when I came around the other day and you were playing it, what was that car that had a top speed of 50? <laughs> the BMW bubble car, <laughs> which the whole front of it opens so you can get in. And I actually bought that on the online auction of the game because I thought it looked fabulous. <laughs> Every time you level up, you get a, a slot machine and you can win cars. And that car kept coming up. I never won it. So I went and bought one. <laughs> and it is the best thing. And uh, I believe you can give yourself nicknames. You can. And so you've got a lovely, I believe she's Irish, the, the lady who talks to you. She does have a, an Irish hint to her voice. And it's got that Fallout 4 thing. If you don't just write your name in, you pick what the game will call you and it will actually say it. But it doesn't just have normal names like Fallout 4 didn't. That would let you call yourself Mr. Bastard or Mr. Fucker. <laughs> but this one lets you be called Sausage. <laughs> That's all I need. So every time I play the game, it's... Hi, Sausage. Well, I'm invested again. As soon as I sit down, I'm back in that world. And I, I'm having a great time. I'd, I'd love a sat-nav to call me Sausage. Me too. Me too. I mean, it's made me appreciate the real world less because my sat-nav doesn't call me Sausage. <laughs> uh, the other thing is it's one of those HDR games that everyone's uh, sort of talking about at the minute. Mm. And I have a HDR TV and it looks very nice indeed. It's very pretty. I don't think HDR is hugely different to regular it's a bit more colorful bit more cool well yes and no i mean some elements will look less colorful because you get more sort of variety to the colors so if it's a dark dismal day when you play forza horizon 3 if it's cloudy things will probably look grayer than they would without hdr but the lighting will look so much better because of the greater range and sort of contrast so as soon as like the sunbeams start coming down they'll light up the track and it, it looks gorgeous but, you know, it's a, it's a gorgeous-looking game anyway. I think if you're playing it on a nice television, with or without HDR, you're going to be impressed at how it looks. It's yeah. very nice. HDR, for me, is that thing of, unless you can see it split... It's... You're not going to see it, no. Well, you'd, you'd see it if it was split. Yes. You'd think, oh, that's way better. Yeah, but yeah, when but you, normally. Because, like, my phone takes HDR pictures. Yeah. And unless you show... If I went through and looked at the picture without HDR and with... I wouldn't go, oh, that's definitely HDR. Sure, yeah, it yeah. Just, it just looks good until you see it without. You go, oh, actually, yeah, it is better than the original. Well, I played the demo of Horizon 3 quite a lot. And when I first turned Horizon 3 on the full game and was playing it HDR, I was a little underwhelmed. Like, yeah, this looks very nice, but it already looked very nice. So I turned the HDR off mid-game and went back to it. And then I noticed the difference. Like, mm. oh, it looks a little more washed out to the HDR version and the lighting's not as impressive. So... Flicked back into HDR and then it was like, yeah, now I see the difference. But if you were just to play it at home on a regular TV, you'd still think it was a great yeah. looking game. So yeah, I think HDR is one of those things that a lot of people suddenly seem to be thinking it's the be all and end all, like it's a big deal. I really don't think it is. Kind of like how 3D never was and kind of how I'd say 4K isn't. <laughs> like, virtual reality might not be. No, I think if you've got a nice TV that does, you know, if you're happy with how your television looks, Forza Horizon is going to look great on it. Because it, it, I mean, compared to other games, it looks lovely. It doesn't, care, it doesn't matter what your TV's like. It's just a nice looking game. If you got a shit TV, it'll look shit. <laughs> but, on, on this thing, yeah, exactly. If you, I am uh, gesturing towards my old CRT, which is in uh, my games room. <laughs> because listen to that glass. Can't do that on a HD TV. That thing probably weighs more than my big TV downstairs. 
It definitely, definitely does. And what's that, 19 inch? Yeah. And your one downstairs is... 55. <laughs> Super light. Weird. I know. But yeah, I think if you've got a nice TV, it's going to look nice. Basically, I think if you're happy with your gaming setup, Force Horizon can make you go, oh, that's nice. That's lovely. Oh. Yeah, I, I can't recommend that enough. But So does Forza give you the chubs? What's one step beyond chubs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say Forza Horizon can give you the chubs because it's a, it's a constant pleasurable feeling, but, but not to the point of full sexiness. So, you know, it's always just bordered on the chubs. Like, you're always happy. <laughs> you know what? That, that is my actual thing about Forza, not the chubs. <laughs> but when I play it, I'm happy. Like, I have a, I'm always smiling playing that game. And it, it takes a very special racing game for that effect on me. It's, it's basically Forza Horizon or Outrun to give me that, <laughs> that effect. And yeah, it, it, it's really, really pleased me. Lovely game. Well, I'm going to nick that and say that's how I feel about No Man's Sky. Uh, I've got no chubs for No Man's Sky. I mean, I had a bit of a chub, but... It's kind of gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got full Viagra boner for No Man's Sky. <laughs> I don't think I've got that for any game. <laughs> Not even Dead or Alive Extreme. No. But when VR comes out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Suit you, sir. God, that is a thing, isn't it? It is going to be in VR. Of course it is. VR's going to do really well in Japan. If Dead or Alive was never in VR, I'd think there was something wrong with Japan. <laughs> well, good news, there's nothing wrong with Japan. <laughs> All right, let's rumble through the humbles. We've spoken enough about the games we've been playing, because it's No Man's Sky, mainly. <laughs> and you wanted to... Well, you noticed a lovely sort of game creation humble bundle. Yeah, anyone who is familiar... Well, I say anyone. One of the two or three listeners to our podcast who has listened to the past few will know I've rumbled through quite a lot of humbles you love a rumble in the humble i do, I do, I do love a good bargain oh who doesn't mm. oh oh <laughs> again suit you sir go on tell me more that's my humble hands ready Ooh. to rumble um right humble that's just blown the sound way out <laughs> <laughs> apologies there if we've if we ruptured anyone's did. eardrums <laughs> um at the minute well i'll say mine and i think there's a humble that you want you've just discovered after i showed you my humble I'm going to flick through my pick <laughs> while you rumble through your humble. <laughs> so Humble at the minute have a game creation software, which is called Click Team Fusion. Yes. Um, now, they had another one, which I think was Game Maker. Yeah, Game Maker Studio. Like a couple of months ago. And it wasn't Mac compatible. Because we're filthy Mac boys. Yeah. Because we do a lot of video editing and we think it's best. Sorry, I mean, it's all down to personal opinion at the end of the day. Nothing wrong with PCs, we do like them. You say it's down, down to personal opinion, but I've always been a PC person. You have been a PC person. And since I met you and started editing videos on the Mac, I've just been, I've been appleized. Right, I don't want people to hate me for saying this, because I know it's because I'm stupid, but I just find the Mac really easy. It is, it's so good. Like, Windows 10 at the minute, and... It's a Microsoft fanboy. It's the same problem I had with old Xbox. It's a mess. Yeah. Rather, it's not that it doesn't work or anything, or that it's tricky uh, no, to actually, use. No. It's just messy. I work on a Windows 10 at work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It crashes no, all the time. I'm, I'm retracting your statement for you, because there'll be someone out there who's going to come back with it. Oh, well, I think you'll find if you've got the same setup as me, it works very well. Yeah, well, there's the thing. No PCs, two PCs have the same setup because they're all different. Every Mac's the same. So no, they're not. Ours just... are different. No, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, every generation is the same. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. software for that generation just works, just works with everyone, whereas every generation of PC is 
mine's got this processor, mine's overclocked to this, mine's only got DDR RAM 2, mine's got GDDR RAM 3. What does yours have? Mine's in the bin. Because <laughs> I've got a Mac. Well, yeah, I'm sure that still has RAM. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's got GDDR3. I don't know what mine has. I don't even, I don't even care. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> so go on, tell us about this uh, rumble through the humble. But yeah, um, game making software. So there was one that I was a bit disappointed because it was only Windows compatible. Which was a bit like, oh, but I have got a Windows laptop, but it's rubbish. Not necessarily just Windows, it is a really old laptop. It is very old. Is that the laptop we played Slender on? Yeah. That that struggle to play Slender. On low settings. (laughs) We actually used to use the laptop to record game footage, and just plugging in the recorder made the fan go... (laughs) And we broke the USB trying to plug so many things in. (laughs) So yeah, so my win- my Windows laptop is incapable of doing anything other than turning on, which even that takes like 10 minutes to come on. Um, we're going to get so many people hating us because we don't uh, because we're talking rubbish about PCs. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the latest humble, rumble humble bundle is mm-hmm. which I think I've already said click team, which is Mac compatible. So, do we know much about this software? I don't know. I messaged one of uh, a good friend of the show and good friend of me and you, Benji, mm. who is obviously a very skilled game editor, developer, writer, programmer. Yeah, everything. He's he's into the creation of video games rather than just the playing of them. Yeah. Whereas um, we we like to play video games, but we have not made any of them. We haven't, but maybe now we will. Maybe we will. <laughs> so I asked Ben if what he thought of this software, and he actually said. That's not actually that bad. He said it's pretty decent, and he didn't realise it was in the Humble Bundle, and he was going to pick it up. It was $15, right? For the Mac version. Now, I'm going to poo on your parade here. <laughs> Much like I'd poop in a soup on the video game, there's a poop in my soup. <laughs> have we talked about that on the podcast? I believe we have. Good. If not, we just go to Steam. <laughs> um, I think by the time this goes out, that Humble Bundle will have ended. <laughs> No, it's got two days, did you not say? Yeah, we have to edit this, yeah, and put it online. Yeah, but I can still go home tonight. It's not going to take two days to edit this. All right, okay. Okay, well, hopefully by... Oh, you mean for viewers? Yeah, yeah, not for us. Right, yeah. (laughs) For those listening, I think it's ended. Or we'll be very close to. Yeah, so if if we get this out in the next 24 hours, you will have a chance to go and buy it. But if not, this is a cracking deal you missed (laughs) out on. Just like last time we rumbled through the humbles and it was finished. (laughs) Well, next time, I promise, my rumbled humbles... In fact, I'm going to bring in some more charitable... Um, okay. Some more charitable bundles. Sounds I good. Th- I think that could be my segment, the charity section. Ooh. I'm all for a bit of charity. A bit of charity shopping. I love a bargain, and I like helping out charity. So oh, I love a bargain. <laughs> I forget the other one, what it's called, but there's another bundle. There thing. is, yeah, there's... Um... Yeah, I don't know either, but there is another. Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do like, for each uh, each. And I podcasts. promise we'll try and get them... We'll try and pick talk about the bundles that are not ending by the time we've finished recording. Maybe we should uh, just talk about things like um, Kickstarters and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start looking into things that we think are worth your time rather than things that we thought were worth your time but have ended. <laughs> but you've missed out on. But we've got. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got it yet. <laughs> I bet we forget. <laughs> right, shall I move on to my humbles? Uh, have you not finished rumbling? Uh, well, the end of my rumble is I'm just going to... I've always wanted to have a dabble at making video games. So you're going to give it a we shot? We actually, in our, in our youth, 
it came up with a brilliant idea. It which, was basically Shenmue 3, yeah. but as a side-scrolling um, shoot-em-up, yeah. where you fired the plaster off Rio's face at lots of villains. <laughs> Tom fired hot dogs. Tom fired hot dogs, it was co-op. Right. So yeah, I'm going to pick up um, Click Team. And we'll try and make Go-Go Plaster Man. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and make a game, and then you lovely people can be the first to play it. It'll be 20 quid. Well, yeah. It won't be 50 like No Man's Sky, but it will be 20. <laughs> well, if Sony wants to back it and promote it for us, then we will charge 50. I don't think we have to worry about that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to rumble onto my Humble. I'm going to flick through my pick, because mine is a comics Humble Bundle, which is also just on HumbleBundle.com. And it is the Transformers G.I. Joe Bundle, which is currently lots of Transformers comics, lots of G.I. Joe comics, and the combination Transformers versus G.I. Joe, which... <laughs> I've not read this comic, so my my recommendation here is coming through uh, trust of, uh, of good, a good both. friend of uh, the show, Matthew Simmons. Ah, uh, I who, say your love of both. No, I, I mean, I love Transformers. I've never been a G.I. Joe boy, but uh, he's read the Transformers versus G.I. Joe thing, and apparently it's written, rather than it being, you know, sticking to its own universes, it kind of acts like the things are, like, just toys and makes up new stories so it doesn't necessarily reflect canon versions of the series just uses the characters and does an interesting new story using them so i'm kind of interested to see what that's mm. like and if you'd care to join me then it's cheap on humble bundle let's let's all have a read together and we can all talk about it and we can all blame matt if it's rubbish <laughs> <laughs> i'm trusting you on this one matt don't let me down that's all i've got to say about it yeah. i thought it looks like an interesting bundle i'll be picking it up i think if you like 80s things, then Transformers and G.I. Joe are both th- things from the 80s. They are indeed. And now in lovely comic form. Yeah. So, what are we going to play before the next podcast, or what are we going to try and play? To try and play. Because for a comeback special, we've played our game, Forza. <laughs> and, <laughs> and No Man's Sky. And No Man's Sky, which everyone else already knows about. <laughs> this isn't a comeback special, by the way. I just want to point out again, we are sorry that it's taken this long to do another podcast. <laughs> We we did record a podcast, didn't we? That didn't go live. Yeah, we binned it. We're having trouble with we had sound audio recording. We seem to have on every podcast weird audio glitches, which we've now, which we think we solved by think, ordering power for the mics. And I think we're using different software right now, so hopefully that's going to solve it on the temporary side of things. If it doesn't, and you're hearing audio glitches, we apologise. So if you want to hate us more for what we said about the PC stuff, just know on the last podcast that I said I really liked the Ghostbusters female film <laughs> so that's what you missed out on so you know i i i, I welcome your hatred <laughs> it's fine okay so between now and next podcast i will be playing paper mario color splash Ooh. because it has been my birthday your birthday it's my birthday <laughs> that's an arnie quote from the unreleased commando 2 oh. <laughs> but I've been, i got a bit of birthday money and uh I love Paper Mario, and a new one has come out, so it lined up just in the right order for me. So that's happening. I'll be buying that tomorrow. And you wanted to play... What was it? I wanted to play Abzu. That looks good. It does. Mm. I saw a trailer for it and instantly fell in love with it. It reminded me so much of Journey. It's the same art director or something, isn't it? Yeah, Charlotte's bought that on our PS4, and I haven't tried it yet, but it looks lovely. It looks so good. My girlfriend's obviously... Well, she's not into... She watched me play Journey and just didn't get it. Oh, oh. <laughs> which I can understand. I cause... can't. I can't understand that. <laughs> I, 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 so when I was showing no. her Abzu, she just didn't. She's like, "Is it another one of those scarf games?" No. 
God, oh my goodness. <laughs> Susie, we're going to have words. <laughs> so I'm hoping to get that and play that. For what's that? Journey made me like almost cry because it was so lovely. I loved it. I had a different experience to you, though. You played it with someone else. With one person yeah. all the way through. I managed to meet someone at the start, forgot they were there. They must have disappeared at some point and I just carried on playing so long. Oh. And I didn't see anyone else till the end. I played with the same person. Okay, we're going to go to spoilers territory here. So if you haven't played Journey, you might want to just stop listening for the next 10 seconds. Start I didn't spoil anything there, did I? No. Oh, that's right. Starting from now. You know the bit where you die in the snow before yes. you're resurrected? Shit. I saw them fall over and die, and I was heartbroken. <laughs> then I fell over and died, and I was heartbroken even more. And then you both spring back to life, and that was it, nearly tears. <laughs> right, end of spoilers. If you were looking for the end of the spoiler, if you tried to skip for 10 seconds, you're already at it, don't worry. You probably can't be that specific and skip to this exact moment, but here it is. You probably skipped halfway you through the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> you just probably skipped that bit where we said... You've just done it again! <laughs> oh, I hope someone d- did manage to skip to that exact moment and you just ruined it. <laughs> well, Journey's been out long. It's been out on two consoles. So yeah, I, I, th- I think it's, it's safe, it. surely. I mean, if you haven't, that doesn't spoil the game. It's such a lovely game. It is amazing from start to finish and Lee's girlfriend is totally wrong. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, goodness. But yes, it is another game very much in that sort of explorey, not necessarily doing any sort of combat or anything like that. Just a nice walking around, mm. having a lovely time, looking at lovely things, or swimming around. Just like No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was eight quid. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I think it was 15 quid, but there's the difference. I've got nothing bad to say about Journey, even though it's three hours long. It's 15 quid. <laughs> And it made me nearly cry. So, you know, emotional. <laughs> so did No Man's Sky. <laughs> no! I've got to be clear. I do like No Man's Sky. <laughs> Just not as much as I should have done for for 50 quid. And, okay, <laughs> between now and next pod, we should both have played Mario Party for the 3DS because I'm picking that up and we should definitely play some of that. That will be a good, fun time. And you're Before... hoping to- our podcast in the future. Yeah, well, this isn't necessarily by next episode because this game's but, now. Yeah, this enough. particular one will be before a future podcast. Scrim. Mm. Scrim Huda Remix. Let's call it the right name because people think that's how we actually pronounce it. Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. Skyrim. We're going to be playing Skyrim. Or at least you are. I'm not sure yet. I know Charlotte wants to play Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim is one of the games I was talking about earlier that I just eventually walked away from and yeah. never went back to. I loved it. I really loved it, but I just I, I always hit that peak with really long games where I just go, ah, I'm done. Yeah, I think yeah, you do get that with. Well, you I know I've noticed yeah, that yeah. with you and your RPGs, you sort of get so far through and go, yeah, that's it. There are certain ones that really grab me, like ones I definitely will finish are things like Tokyo Mirage sessions and stuff like that because I put quite a few hours into that already, and at no point do I feel like I'm done with that. I want to see where that's going. I really like it. Mainly it's because I'm a big horrible weeaboo. <laughs> But I really like that game. I think it's really nice. It's really, really fun. So there are big games that I will kind of just continuously play. Mm. Uh, Earthbound's another big RPG that I'm really enjoying. But then there's other ones, like mainly the Western ones, I think. I think it's because I'm not a swords and sorcery kind of guy. So they don't really grab me very often. But yeah, I mean, I'll probably give it enough go. If Charlotte's buying it for our PS4 or if we're going halves on it or something, I will inevitably at least try it. 
because I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, it well, if it's anything like what the screenshots have showed, and if the screenshots they showed are from the PS4... Which they won't be. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. Right. Contrary to what we said earlier, or at least what you said, you know you said you're not bothered about frame rates. Uh, me neither, really. But Skyrim's one of those games that I think... I don't know if I'd prefer to have the option for it to just run smoothly rather than look a lot nicer. Not because I'm bothered about that sort of thing, but just because the PS3 version of Skyrim was such a mess in terms of, like, sometimes it would slow down to like to the point it felt like the game was paused, right? <laughs> Do you ever have that when it was obviously just loading um, stuff in and it would go almost still? No, it slowed a lot down, but not... <clears throat> I think the further you got and the more saves you had in that game, certainly in the early version of it, it started to really chug to being almost unplayable. And I'm not saying that lightly well, because I don't mind <clears throat> a slow frame rate. But I would rather it be consistent than be polished up. So I'd love you to have the option to go, yeah, it doesn't look a lot better, but it performs great. I would love that, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's going to be tied up. Yeah. Because Fallout, be 4, Fallout 4 does not run well. <laughs> and that's got to be the same game engine, right? <laughs> uh, no, they've, they're not rebuilt. They better have. See, but they I, probably won't. I hope, well, I, I hope it is a new engine, but I also hope it's still broken. Because... The- <laughs> The best, the, the most fun thing for me in RPGs and open world games, sandbox stuff, is finding glitches. You will love Just Cause. <laughs> love glitches. Oh, also, anyone who's played Skyrim. Uh, oh, and also when you were saying about the the glitchy thing, the pausing. Oh yeah. I yeah, don't. Yeah. I didn't get that because I played it on 360. Ah, well, there you go. We had it on it 360, and then that, we rebought it? it on PS3 when we got rid of the Xbox 360. Uh, but yeah, anyone who's played Skyrim, if you like silly, stupid internet videos, which hopefully you do, because yeah. we're on the internet. If, and our if you've discovered awful. ours, <laughs> <laughs> but if you like silly internet videos, just put into YouTube "gamer poop" right. and Skyrim. Lee, we haven't discovered these. These have been out there for ages. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying if anyone, oh, if anyone is not aware of them, yeah, yeah if you're yeah, not aware are, of them right. and you like Skyrim, they are very good remixes of in engine voice yeah, and uh, movement commands that done to say other things. And the sort of thing that they're so dumb, but they're really clever how they've been <laughs> yeah. done. So go and check those out. All right. And finally, it's time for a new feature, Lee. How do you feel about features? Because I've got a feature that I don't even know how long it's going to last. Oh. It might last a week. It might last a year. <laughs> because this feature is called NX Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question, Lee. I want an honest answer once you finish that belt. <laughs> Where's the NX? <laughs> uh, the NX is buried with no, no, a ladder. No. <laughs> oh man! That, that's the surprise. It's just it's, we're never getting it anymore because he, he can't. He took it with him. Yeah, it's like if, if I can't make it, taking it with me. I think Mr. Owato was a generous man. I think he'd want us to have it. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you again, and this time I don't want horrible Iwata <laughs> blaspheming. <laughs> I'd just like to point out, I do love Iwata. We all love Iwata. He was a very special man. And we loved him very indeed. much. We uh, shared uh, several tears. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, in all honesty, we, we both had a little cry when Iwata died. I don't think I've ever cried, cried at a celebrity death. No, me neither. Never. But, but with Uncle Iwata, it was like your uncle. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. And seeing all like, the tributes that people oh, did... It was, was heart-wrenching. Oh. It, still, it still makes me sad. Like This is ridiculous at this stage, because I never met the guy, but... If I see Iwata, I still feel a little sad. That he's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He felt like someone you knew. What a nice man. Oh, I'm feeling sad now. Yeah. Oh. Where's the NX? 
There we go. Pulled us right back out of the sadness. Uh, where is it? It's down Reggie's underpants. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I can't wait. Cause, okay, so here's the actual feature for NX Watch. Right now, me and you, and time of recording is the 6th of October at 11? No, 20 past 10 yeah. p.m. I'm going to predict when the NX is going to get announced. And you're going to predict when the NX is going to get announced. Not released. Not when it's released. When it gets right. announced. So I'm going to bring up the calendar now. And we're going to guess a date. What, so like when they're going to do a Nintendo Direct and say... Oh. No, when they're going to announce the Nintendo Direct. I, in fact, I'll give you either. So, for example, say you guessed the 20th of November, but they announced the Direct on the 20th of November. You could have it. Right. But if they announce the Direct on the 4th of November, that it was going to be on the 20th of November... You can have it. So know. even if it's an announcement of the announcement of the NX. Then, yeah. As long as we start to know... Because, like, I mean, my question is, what the fuck is the NX? How long has this been? I've seen plenty of rumours about mm. it being a home console, a handheld console, a handheld console that you can pull the controllers off and make it into a home console. Christ knows at this point, there's so many contradictory rumours. So, okay. Whoever gets this wrong needs a punishment of some kind, has to do something. We'll think of something. Or maybe the listeners can suggest something. Yeah. So either a prize for whoever gets it right or a punishment for whoever gets it wrong. And if it gets announced and... Oh, it's not the mic there. If it gets announced and neither of us are right, the closest yeah. will win. Cl- and if we use your punishment for the loser, I'm going to go and say now, if we use your punishment, we will give you a copy of... There's a poop in my suit. <laughs> oh, favourite Steam game. Yeah, favourite top Steam game of every century. So we need you to supply us with either a prize for the winner or a punishment for the loser. Now, this punishment has to be audible. It has to be something we can do on the podcast and people can hear. Yeah. So it has to be something that... So it can't just be, you know, something that's just visual because you won't get anything out of that. But, so you need, you need to think of a punishment or a prize that people can hear. So I'm sure we could record it and... Uh, Record it whilst we're podcasting and then just put out a quick video. I'm sure we can do that. <laughs> but I'd, okay, well, at least there needs to be an audio element to yeah. it. So you'd be able to, so you can tell something. So the non viewers could listen. Exactly. I mean, you should be subscribed to our channel, which is youtube.com forward slash virtual Game Boys. Yeah. And if you're not, that's fine. I mean, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play paper, rock, scissors with you. Like I said, nice audio. <laughs> so. On three, two, one, we'll do paper or scissors, and the winner has to pick the date first. Okay. Right. One, two, three. We both went scissors. So we do it again. Oh, I was just going to go again. I didn't. Well, we yeah. need to tell the listener what's happening. If we just say one, two, three, again, it sounds like we're just mental. Okay. One, two, three. We both oh, went scissors, scissors again. again. One, two, three. We both oh. went rock. One, two, three. Oh, both went scissors. scissors. One, two, three. Oh. Yes. I went scissors. Lee went paper. So I will go first. Okay, I'm predicting that the NX will get announced 25th of October. Oh. So uh, this month. This month. I'm going to go November. Oh. Can you skip the calendar there over? There we go, November. Um, let's see, when did Nintendo put out directs? It's usually during the week, isn't it? Yep. I'm going to go... 16th of November. Oh, now that's good. There's a hearty gap between our two dates now, so one of us will definitely be Yours is much end of closer. Month. Mine's mid-month. But 
I've got all of October. Anytime in October it's now announced, I'm closer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm happy with this. Get your punishment sent in. Get your prizes sent in. And whoever provides us with either a prize or punishment that we use, they'll get a copy of their Poop in My Soup, our favourite Steam game. Yep. like to point out here we're not sponsored by there's a poop in my soup though i really wish we were because what a sponsorship that would be <laughs> uh, so with that i think we've reached the end of a, a podcast yeah i was gonna say another good podcast but it wasn't even that good have really, we got any questions you know what we do have questions should we answer a couple of quick we questions answer a couple of quick questions because uh we we deserve uh we, we usually forget to ask for questions until like 10 minutes before we record the podcast we deserve a good grilling from those we care about. <laughs> okay, we have a couple of questions on Facebook. Let me just get to those. This is audio gold here, me open the <laughs> Facebook page. Okay. Oh, we have a few. Oh, there's some good ones here. Okay, question number one, which is a friend of the show and uh, my girlfriend, Charlotte Whitaker. She has asked us... <laughs> <laughs> How interesting. <laughs> Have either of you ever told an embarrassing poo story in a pub with what could be a member of parliament there? <laughs> Have they, Lee? Have you, Steve? No. No? I've no. never. What about you? Sure. Yeah. Surely not. Well, well yes. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. Go on. I can't remember what I was talking about. What is that? What kind of a poo was I? <laughs> it was a poo explosion that was one Trump. Oh, it's because I ate um, a doner kebab. That's the start of a good poo story. I, think I ate a, a doner kebab. <laughs> I think it was off. <laughs> Aren't they always? And it gave me the worst shit of my life. <laughs> right, so describe the story. Uh, so I woke up in the middle of the night with a rock-hard stomach. Like, <laughs> rock-hard. Got, got the vom sweats. And, oh, the worst. And the luby-up mouth ready for vom. Ran downstairs. The vom had subsided, however. Where was it though? Was it stomach or neck at that point? The vom? It was still in the stomach. Right, okay. Because um, nothing worse than when you're about to throw up, but it kind of doesn't come out, but it's just sat, <laughs> sat in the neck. Right, go on. So I, f- I felt the overwhelming urge to poo. So I sat on the toilet. <laughs> right, at this point, did you know it was going to be a diarrhea? I suspected. I guess I if you're rock, sweating. I had a rock hard stomach. I had the bum sweats. <laughs> I've as well. never had a rock hard stomach. Neither have I. It was just, it was like. Intense bloatedness. So I sat on the loo, farted like one, <laughs> and in that, <laughs> the whole toilet was just browned, pebbled ashed. It's full, the works. But then the urge to puke came back, so I had to crouch into my poo in the toilet. Why didn't you just chunder in the sink? Because it was, it would have had lumps in it. Oh, God. And I'd rather puke into my poo than have to scrub my lumps down the sink. But you're about to hit what I think is the ultimate hurdle. When you need to be sick but are smelling the smell of poo. <laughs> it kind of helped coax out the sick as well. <laughs> so what happens? So I just vommed into my shit. Was there any more poo? Was there? No, that was it. Just the one. <laughs> just the one what, sorry? So, we were at the pub on my birthday. Your birthday? On my birthday. And Lee told us this story. And then we noticed the local uh, MP get gets up and leave. <laughs> so, we're going to vote for her. 
Yeah. <laughs> because she deserves our votes now. We've uh, upset her. We need to make it up to her. <laughs> All right. That was a good question. Thank you for that one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Question number two. If you were starving... <laughs> starving? If you were starving to death and you have to eat a video game character, who would you eat? Who would we eat? Are we going to choose one between us or one each? Uh, I'd say one each. Oh, sorry, I just knocked the microphone. That's turning. Oh, so I'm turning to look at my games to try and get a, <laughs> a good look. You could look at it a couple of ways. If you're starving to death but need to eat lots, you're surely going to pick a rather large character. Yeah. Um, but if you just if you want something tasty, mm, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of games that have fruit fruit characters in them. <laughs> what dizzy egg? Oh, dizzy He's egg. egg! Right, so you could eat him. He's, He's been walking around around for months. That, and that had gone off. Just to be clear, I wasn't suggesting eggs are fruits. It's just <laughs> on the food theme. <laughs> nice fruity egg. Um, wasn't Zool made out of licorice? No, he was an ant. Was he an ant? Yeah, no. he wouldn't be very fulfilling at all. <laughs> You know who would be fulfilling? Wario. He's oh. big and he eats a lot of garlic, so he'll already be seasoned. <laughs> but he also does fart a lot, so he's probably quite stinky. Probably. I'd imagine he's very hairy as well. <laughs> uh, oh, is, it, is it a singular video, video game character or a group of video game characters? A game character. A game character. Wow. Well, I was thinking Pikmin. Oh, like little carrot man. Yeah. Because, but they're very small. Have you seen them pick up a bottle That's what I was lid? thinking, yeah. Would you have one Pikman? Because <laughs> Pikmin... <laughs> Pikman! Pikmin for me. Would you have a Pikman? <laughs> would be a, a, a collection, like a bag of Pik... Oh, sorry. One Pikman, please. <laughs> <laughs> have, I just, have I just invented the singular of Pikmin? A Pikman! I'm so hungry, I could... Could really eat a pick, man. <laughs> I think it's safe to say pick, man, is not what we're looking for. <laughs> oh, right, I tell you what. Well, if I can have Pikmin as a, a collection, like right, a, right. a bag of Pikmin. A nice chewy bag of Pikmin. Like Roundtree's collection of whatever's. A yeah. couple of reds, a blue and a, a yellow. Yeah, you'd have the pick, man. Yeah, I'd go for Pikmin. What if you had to eat them raw? And they screamed, like, in the game <laughs> and became little ghosts. <laughs> right, okay. Let me offer it up to you this way. You can eat fully dead, cooked Wario or a bag of live Pikman that turn into ghosts when you eat them. Uh, probably cooked Wario. <laughs> Stinky old Wario. <laughs> there it is then. We'll eat Wario. <laughs> okay. Charlotte Whitaker has come back with a second question, which is less jabbing at your ribs trying to make you tell the poo story and has asked is there anything Nintendo could do with the NX that would put you off for her personally it would be a VR only console would put her off mm. I would also be put off by a VR only console but I would buy it anyway because it's Nintendo because it's Nintendo <clears throat> so I don't really know I mean if if the controller has to go in your bum bum or something <laughs> then I'd be unhappy but I'd probably still buy it because I love Mario games and Zelda games if that was the only way to play them, I'd learn to love it. <laughs> I'm trying to think what could put me off Nintendo. What about a game that you have to insert into your eyes? <laughs> like contact lenses, like the future, like the, the Matrix sort of stuff. 
but you, so you see the game like a HoloLens sort of thing, and you have to run around in the real real world playing Mario. I think how tiring that would be. <laughs> I think how how much that would hurt jumping at blocks, and like hitting a ceiling. <laughs> no one else would be able to tell if you were playing it or not. So you're just like a madman. Uh, no, I don't know if there is anything. What that would was it? Me just something that would put you off. Um, I tell you what would put me off. Oh yeah. If they ever didn't let you get discount on games you've already bought. But they don't do that now. Yeah, they sort oh, of they do. Kind of with do. the virtual console. I mean, if they flat out said right, you can have all the virtual consoles again, but yeah. they're now full price because oh. NX. All right, let me just put it to you this way: NX comes out, you pick it up. Mario sixty four is still a tenner. Do you buy the console? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it would put me off. It no, wouldn't, it wouldn't it would, stop me buying it, one. I don't think that would even equate to me. If I didn't want to buy that, I can still play Mario 64 on all the other consoles. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm going to sound like such a fanboy here, but I love the, their games so much that I really don't think much could put me off. Unless you did have to put the controller on your bum bum or up your willy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where the cartridges go. Well. Then I wouldn't be so happy. Oh, I'd probably buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, I think not it's, much. Not really. No. <laughs> All right, Matt Simmons, picture game where you play as David Bowie. <laughs> See, I'm of the opinion that every game would be improved if you could play as David Bowie. So I'm happy for any game, especially No Man's Sky. Yeah. Well, Bowie's in if space. You, if it turned out, <laughs> yes. If it turned out No Man's Sky. You find a mirror and you, you're David Bowie. That'd be amazing. 10 out of 10. I'd love that game. I'd go back and play it right now and find that mirror. (laughs) (sighs) I I think it's safe to say every game would be improved by David Bowie. Uh, What about there's a poop in your soup? That'd be good. Imagine David Bowie on top of the building. What if David Bowie's at the bottom of the building and you have to poo poo in in his soup but not on him? Well, as long as you don't poo on him, I'd not have that. (laughs) That'd be unfair. Wouldn't like a big poo, Don Lee, but you can do a freaky poo in a soup. That's David Bowie's instructions for the game for you. <laughs> Maybe we should invite David Bowie to the podcast. <laughs> to the what? To the podcast. I don't know why I said that. Like to that. the podcast. To the podcast. <laughs> a pig man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to let that one down. A special pig man podcast. <laughs> Uh, so Matt I think it's impossible for us to pitch a new game with David Bowie because simply adding David Bowie would make the game brilliant like there's that game on the Dreamcast um, the the Nomad Soul which has David Bowie in it it's a pretty rubbish game but my god is it alright because Bowie's in it (laughs) Uh, I think that's it for questions Yeah, we have one question from uh, last podcast that didn't air which was also from friend of the show, Matt Simmons. Would you cheat on your girlfriend with a ghost that gave blowjobs? <laughs> a ghost that gave blowjobs. Yeah. A blowst. A blowst. Do you feel said blowjobs? Well, it'd be. Why would you bother if you did? Yeah, well, yeah this is the thing. This is the deciding. <laughs> it's factor. like the blowjob ghost from Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, when Dan Aykroyd's in bed and he goes all cross-eyed, and then you see the covers raise up. It's a blowjob ghost in there. That's what's getting you. So, would you shoo the spooky ghost away, or would you just go, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> I'll set the scene for you. Susie's gone to 
to Scotland for the weekend. She gives you a phone call. So, uh, Lee. Hello. Oh, hello, Lee. I'm in Scotland. Have a lovely weekend. I don't mind what you do. Bye. That was that was Susie Scottish, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so she's rung you up. <laughs> Suddenly, you're very tired. You, you cl- climb up into bed. Oh, it's comfy in bed, isn't it? Lovely. <laughs> What's that rustling under the covers? Oh, a blouse. <laughs> cheeky blouse. Now, it's started to remove your uh, your little gym jams. <laughs> you've got an, you've got an option right now. Do you shoo it away? Do the the honest good thing. I mean, it's technically still cheating. It's a ghost. It's a once was a person. But there's no more. But it's no more. Well, this is your moral dilemma. <laughs> or do you let the blows do what it has come back to do on this earth and hand out ghostly blowjobs? <laughs> it's, it's it's all circumstantial, though, isn't it? What if it's a big slimy horrible ghost? It's invisible. It's invisible. It's invisible. But you can still feel it. You can feel it. Mm, Maybe it's like, uh, like you can see a bit of it. Like it shimmers. You can see there's a ghost. It's definitely a lady. It's a lady ghost. A lovely. You can tell it's a sexy ghost. I mean, what? of all the ghosts you've seen, this is the sexiest. Like you're like you're thinking to yourself, if you were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What if you said no and then it like went all the ring on you? It doesn't. Okay, well, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm adapting Matt's question here because I, I need to know just your honest answer. <laughs> it won't. It, it's a friendly. It's a friendly blouse. <laughs> a friendly blouse. <laughs> I don't know. You, you get to speak to the ghost and you say to it, oh, "Just a second. And it's like, "Oh, what is it, Lee? It sounds like Paul Bearer from WWF back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Instantly put off. <laughs> it sounds sexier than that. And you're like, oh, if I if I don't let you give me a blowjob, are you going to be mad? It's like, oh no, Lee, just trying to be friendly, friendly blowst. What do you do? It sounds sexier, than that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's give you its ghostly blowstly word that it won't it won't do anything. It won't haunt you other than this one sexy haunting. No, I don't, I don't think I could. You don't think you could? The moral no. dilemma is too strong. Yeah. And because it's a ghost, it's weird. No way, the ghost is the good part, surely. It's exciting, sexy, <laughs> sexy blows. Go on, Lee, ask me. It's all about you, Steve. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks for listening to another, all right. another podcast. The, what, how many podcasts are we in? Five, four? Five, because E3 was two. Ah, uh, yeah. Or technically the first Virtual Game Boys podcast. Yeah. And you can hit us up on Twitter, at Virtual Game Boys. What's that? Is it Facebook forward slash? Virtual, yeah, Virtual Game Boys. Everything's been changed now. YouTube is youtube.com forward slash Virtual Game Boys. And if you'd like to see us play anything on Twitch or uh, if you want to see us review anything, get in touch. Yep. We'll do our best to uh, once, appease you. Once we get the headache of live streaming set up. Oh, God, yeah. We plan to play games online that are just good fun and we both like playing. And then if it's an open world game... We'll take your suggestions for things to do and we'll have a big, yeah, big fun time, have a chat playing. together and probably give away copies of There's a Poop in My Soup <laughs> <laughs> because it's the cheapest, best game in the world. It totally is. But the idea of live streaming is to get us to play games for you to watch. Like yeah. Maybe if you've not played it or if you have played it and want to get our take on it. And we've, I mean, certainly the podcast is a bit more liberal in terms of being very positive about things, but we, we, 
we want our uh, gaming channel to be very much a celebration of gaming. So we'd love to know what games you love so we can check them out. And we'd like to show you games that we love so you can see what we've been playing since mm. we were kids. So. One of the ones we, well, I really want to do, and I think you do as well, is we're going to, before Shenna's 3 comes out, yes. we want to play through 1 and 2 to refresh our memories and also introduce it to people and if get they've people never to speak it. if they've never played it. Yeah. And, like, you know, we can... We can get people in on that. We'll take your questions while we're playing it. We'll, we'll all have a big chat in the chat room. It'll be a lovely good time. And also, um, we had a suggestion for, I think it was Gitteroo Man on PlayStation 2. Mm. That's a game I love. I'd, I'd be more than happy to play for of the course. entirety of Gitteroo Man. <laughs> but if you have games you love, we want to know about them because we want to celebrate games. We're sick of the standard YouTube sort of type of person, which is just angry this or disgruntled so-and-so. We're happy, jolly, friendly chaps about games, and we want to have a good time. And yeah. we hope you'll join us for a good time, like how weird let a lovely blowst <laughs> join us for a good time. <laughs> well, I would. Oh, Lee. Hello? Oh, Lee, that was a, a weird test. I was dressed as a blowst, and you turned me away, you dumped. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, thanks for sticking around for however many months it was. Yeah. And uh, thanks to Apple, who forgot to remove us <laughs> from the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. Yeah. And we've had a lovely time. Well, I've had a lovely time. Have you had a lovely time? I have had a lovely time. Well, I hope you've had a lovely time too, listeners, and we'll see you again very soon. Or at least you'll hear from us. At and some you, point. At some point. We'll try and do these every two <laughs> weeks. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Ooh.